AJ. Burn it all down. Whoa. I mean, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> hey, hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Are we live? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. oh, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Until it gets burned to the ground, we're live. Wow. Wrong, wrong stream. <laughs> wow. Uh, it must be Monday. Okay. Well, this is good, man. This is good. So you're here. That means it's Monday. I mean, I have, I have some semblance of uh, some idea of what's going on in, in the reality. Uh, this is good stuff, man. This is good stuff. How was your week? Did you have a good week? Uh, yeah, it was, it was great, man. I've been gaming the shit out of some games and it's been fun. Is, is that, is that <laughs> doing what I do best? Is that, man. is that the correct verb? <laughs> gaming some shit out of some games. Don't you play games? Is that not how that works? I don't know. Okay. All right, man. Well, before we get too out of control here, I say we start the show. What do you think? Let's go. This is PSVR Games Cash Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here live on YouTube. We do it live, 6 p.m. Eastern, for your viewing pleasure. But if you want some ear pleasure, that's right, I said it, ear pleasure. If you're one of those, if that's how you like it, then you can go over to podcast services of your choice and listen to this with your ears for those who like to watch <laughs> with their ears. There's a funnier way to say this. I haven't figured it out yet. Podcast services of your choice. My name is Brian Falk from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And this gentleman over here to my right is AJ from The Underground, PSVR Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up, Game Cats? Happy Monday. Hope you guys all had a wonderful weekend. I sure did. Hope you're ready for some PSVR 2 news coming right at you soon. And we are here, Brian, to ensure their Monday sucks. Just a little bit less. This much less. Just a little bit. If it, this much if less. we remove all of the suckage, <laughs> then 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 where is the suckage to go? Just saying. Uh, by to the hell by the way, I apologize. Uh, Jamie, I said hello. Yeah, I see that now. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, why don't you just say hello yourself? And he said because it means more coming from you. And I told him if I do it, it's going to sound sarcastic because everything I say. Sounds sarcastic. I don't ask you to do shit anymore. I've known you long enough to... <laughs> I have to just get you on the spot. That's how it works. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's a couple people commenting about my shorter hair in the chat. Uh, it was out of control. It was out of control. And every so often, uh, if you're like me, then every so often uh, you have a manic episode <laughs> at 1 a.m. And you just walk into the bathroom and go, oh, you take the clippers out and go... At least you didn't go like full Britney uh, yeah. and and shave it bald. The funny part about it uh, was that I went I went back to bed and uh, and I woke up this morning and, and scared myself not by looking in the mirror but instead by walking into the bathroom uh, because I had forgotten to take the hair out of the sink. <laughs> and so right before I turned the light on, I was terrified because I thought there was some kind of animal that had taken up residence in my sink. And I turned it on, realized that I'd chop my hair off. Uh, yeah, I got a haircut recently too. You like it? I, I we're one of these days. One of these days, we're going to force <laughs> you to remove the beanie. That's you're gonna kill me then. Yeah. Is it? Will it be worth it? it no. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. 
All right. Sirens on my end, uh, just in case those things get louder. Uh, guys, we, we got a whole lot to talk about, uh, you know, uh, but but it is Monday. And so as much as we want to thank the Patreon supporters and all the people who donate here uh, and all the people who support us, uh, support the channel and keep it running, keep these lights on, uh, there is a whole other group of people we'd like to thank every Monday, isn't there, AJ? That's right. It is Monday, and we would like to thank those who support us in another way by changing their name to something GameCat, something GameCat related, or something GameCat adjacent as you. That's something GameCat adjacent like to say. And this week, we have three new GameCats to welcome to the GameCat Dojo. <laughs> Starting with Serial Killer, the GameCat is back to the real world. So, He's back. So was he on? Was he on vacation? He was. Is that what he was? Yeah, la- yeah last right. week. Last week, his name said he was gearing up for ga- vacation. So he's just keeping us updated, man. He's keeping us, as they say, I love it. abreast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know anymore, man. I don't fucking know. Uh, we've also got Stike Gamer, the VREF game cat. This is our good friend Stike, who uh, sometimes clues us in uh, on some some things. He's good at digging up some some random things going on and in the PSVR world. And uh, yeah, man, I appreciate you always tagging us and letting us know if just in case we miss something. And I like, I like VRAF man. Like I, I think we have maybe one other VRAF cat out there, um, but I don't have lost track. I feel like looper has been kind of slacking, man. Looper has been only taking care of our 20 questions games. I think looper needs to make a database of all the game cats out there. So looper, I'm just kidding. Please don't do that. That sounds like a whole lot of work. I'm sorry. I apologize for asking you to do that in advance. My bad. Who's our third game cat. <laughs> Finally, we've got, I love this one, Game Cat Photo Nutter. Oops, I got the ding, but no name. Where's the name? There's the name. Yes, <laughs> dude, I laughed so hard at, at this last week on last week's show. And, uh, uh, yeah, I don't, Photo Nutter, dude, don't don't read into it too hard or it's disturbing. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I will remain ignorant on this uh, matter then. Guys, remember, if you want to uh, change your name to GameCat uh, because you want to support us, uh, dude, I'm, I'm like trying to get all these names off the screen. Uh, there we Do go. Do it. Join the GameCat army. The GameCat. And then rise in the ranks. That's right. Because the GameCats are the loyal following of Without Pro. If you didn't know, now you know. Thank you so much. Uh, just change your name on Google or YouTube. And then uh, once that's all set and done, put hashtag GameCat in the comments below so we can give you a shout out on next week's show the same way we give those dudes a shout out this week. This week. Uh, AJ, one of the things we tell people to do all the time around here is to join our Discord. The link is in the description below. Uh, also, while you're clicking links in the description, make sure you go subscribe to AJ's channel as well. Uh, I'm sure he's doing stuff over there. Thanks, man. I, I personally am not subscri- subscribed, so You're I have such a nice so I, guy. So I, so I have no idea what it could be. Um, but hey, man, it's the underground. What happens in the underground stays in the underground. Only those who know know. If you don't know, now you know. But make sure you subscribe to AJ and, of course, all the other amazing co-hosts we have around here. Uh, and also click that link in the description to join our Discord. Uh, totally free to join. And then you get to hang out with the coolest cats. More sirens on my end. And also leave your viewer takeover questions over there for us to find and then we put him into the show just like we did with wise uh wise asks uh when speculating on the price of the psvr2 particularly in relationship to the quest 2 i always wonder why people don't consider the fact that the quest 2 has effectively 
uh, a decent spec mobile phone inside it, including battery and storage, and PSVR 2 doesn't need any of that. Granted, PSVR 2 has somewhat better screens and eye tracking, but I feel like it's being balanced out by the lack of hardware, other hardware. So PSVR 2 could be the same price or cheaper than Quest. Maybe I'm just being optimistic. What do you guys think? Um, no, I think uh, I think that's the log- logical reasoning behind that thought process, and that yeah, it's it's why I think we've both always thought the PSVR two is going to be four hundred is because yeah, while it doesn't have the 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 processor in it, doesn't need all that stuff. The the problem is that it has a OLED screen. Definitely not a problem, but I mean in terms of the keeping the price down. Um, you know, it's got the OLED, 4K, HDR, eye tracking, the all the stuff in the controllers, um, you know, a bunch of things going on. But that's one of the plus sides to potentially having, you know, the, the wire and uh, running off a PS5 console is that, you know, it, it could keep it lighter, cheaper, and uh, obviously play PS5 games, which is an enormous advantage over... Uh, standalone vr yeah i excuse me i agree i I actually um contrary to what uh what's his name again was contrary to what was said in his viewer takeover question i actually think that this is something we bring up very frequently uh that there is there's very little tech in the headset itself uh that said it's this will be the first time we've seen uh you know consumer eye tracking in a headset Uh, this is gonna be the first time we see haptics uh, haptic feedback in the headset so it'll be interesting to see like how much uh, how much of a price like that actually causes for the headset itself um but yeah the, i i do think that he's absolutely correct 100 percent that we could be we could be looking at a 400 dollars headset here um we'll see and that would be like a steal i mean i've said it, i said it before that would be like a mic drop moment for sony to be like the PSVR two, you can now pre-order it for three ninety nine. Like that would be amazing. The problem is, this isn't the same Sony that's running the the thing right now. They're in very conservative mode. They're in very business model mode, profit trying to make profit mode. So it'll be interesting to see how much they lean toward trying to make a profit and trying to you know sell this thing and get it out to as many people as possible. Because um, there's many different ways you could do it. Um, I still think I'm putting my cap at 450 for the price, yeah. um, but I'm but that's the cap. Uh, I think I, I'm gonna pray for 400. Yeah, I'm 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 going for 400. I just don't think they can sell it uh, at higher than that. They'll get the early adopters for sure, but then the sales are gonna just drop off considerably. And that's yeah. they they can't use the same playbook they used with PlayStation VR one. They just can't uh, because PSVR one did okay. But certainly, but they can't repeat the sales uh, of the PSVR one for PSVR two. They need to they need to do PSVR one sales within the first year of this thing coming out, uh, and so we'll see how they do it. But should be fun, should be fun regardless. My favorite, I do, I I do have to say, my favorite argument out there is when people say, "Well, yeah, the PSVR two might only be four hundred or five hundred dollars, but then you have to buy a PlayStation 5. And I was like, "Yeah, but then you also have a PlayStation five, and you can <laughs> and you can play PS five games, not to mention PS. Why don't games. you already have a PS five? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, snacks, mm, please. The Let's Go to Tokyo uh, game cap. I'm assuming this is is that what? Yeah, there it is. Let's go to Tokyo. I didn't see this name change, dude. What a great name change it is. With the two dollar tip says. Uh, to the calm before the PSVR two storm, indeed. This is roast. This is it. I mean, this is this is one of the last calms that we have uh, because I don't know about you, AJ, 
But I, I do feel like everybody is pointing to uh, potentially Sony revealing a showcase this week uh, that will happen next week. Uh, you think that's going to be the case? I think we'll hear something yeah, from this, them. Yeah, uh, this uh, special Nick guy pointed out that he think, he said uh, September 8th, and the way he's uh, saying that is that he said three different sources uh, have told him September 8th. So we've been in a similar situation like that where that's typically what, what happens with us where we have multiple sources uh, tell us certain things like quarter one 2022 for the PSVR 2 release date. And what do you know? Lo and behold, that became true. So this guy also had that information on Horizon uh, that we also had. So, uh, yeah, I I think I, you know, I trust this dude, at least with this info. Uh, I believe that he is probably right here and yeah i'm thinking september 8th yep i will remain silent but i think we're all in the clear on that don ken 94 with the two cookie hospital foundations uh he says our bundled controllers our bundled controller with every psvr2 now i got our our, he's asking if uh, every psvr2 is going to ship with controllers and the answer is yes it is confirmed by this guy this guy over here it is confirmed by him. Um, I don't know if Sony has officially confirmed no, it, no, but no, you no. sure did. So, Sony, Sony said it straight out on a, on a PlayStation blog. I thought I remember that. Yeah, but you said it first. You said it before Sony. Zero. This, but this requires zero inside information. You don't even have to trust me. You can just go straight to. I believe it's a Sony blog post um, where they put where they said every PlayStation VR two ships with uh, a, a pair of Sense controllers. Uh, they will be in the box. Uh, and so, and I will say. That that's a big question right there. I think that's going to be the the the. Is it going to be four hundred or is it going to be five hundred? It really depends on how much tech is in these sense controllers. Is it like breaking a dual sense in half in that regards? Like, you know, is it about fifty dollars each ish? I don't know, man. Uh, but well, the Dual Shock Four was like sixty, seventy after tax or something. But a Dual Sense is like what seventy? Yeah, I think it's it kind of remains the same, and that's one of the advantages I think of. Them putting this tech into the controllers, they already have some of this tech. They've already got the manufacturer line uh, ready for it and, the you know, the technology down, um, probably some of the coding and software, you know, the infrastructure for it. So uh, that's going to definitely make it a little bit easier to integrate it into the dual sense controllers. The, the dual sense controllers. I know. Dude, I said dual. I said dual move. I always said, oh, yeah, this game uses dual moves for so long, for six years now. This is this game uses dual moves. He's referring to two move controllers. And now I can't say this game uses dual sense controllers because... I'm surprised they didn't call it the sense controller and then the VR one's the dual sense control. I, I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, man. Now, now you got my head spinning. <sighs> well, AJ, we, we'd heard rumors for a while. That Sony was buying another studio that we should be hearing something about soon. In uh, me oh my, boy did they ever! They they bought a they bought a studio and they announced it today on the PlayStation blog. They have bought Savage Games Game Studios. How? Ex- <laughs> sorry. How? <laughs> how excited are you that they bought Savage Game Studios? Who? Uh, I have no idea who this is and reading about it, uh, I don't really care. 
Yeah, here we'll give we'll give you the rundown real quick here. Um, this is a this is a PlayStation blog post from Herman Holsey. Writes, "Welcome Savage Game Studios Plus, uh, expanding our community." Uh, he writes, uh, "Hello, PlayStation Nation. Today we announced that we have entered into a definitive agreement to acquire Savage Game Studios, a hugely talented team of creatives with many years of experience making some of the most popular mobile games." enjoyed by players around the world. They were founded a few years ago with the goal of fearlessly exploring bold new ideas. We share their tireless ambition to innovate along with a continued drive to expand our audience and bring PlayStation to more people than ever before, making them perfect to join PlayStation Studios. Um, And I do want to fast forward uh, here at the end. Um... Let's see. I just want to make sure because there's uh, as we assured you before with our plans. This is Herman Hell still. We I, I basically skipped the entire thing from uh, Savage themselves. So we assured you before with our plans to bring select titles to PC. Our efforts beyond console is no way diminishing our commitment to the PlayStation community, nor our passions to keep making amazing single player narrative driven experiences. It's been a tremendous year for games on PS5 and PS4 with huge releases, blah, 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 blah. And on November 9th, the blah, 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 blah. PlayStation VR 2 is also on the horizon and promises a huge leap forward in presence and immersion bolstered by best in-class software like Horizon Call of the Mountain. Whatever. So, oh, there's a VR mention. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, a li- it's, it's a little rough, right? Like uh, the... He, they buy they buy a mobile studio. They talk about expanding the PlayStation audience, uh, but then it, it almost feels like he knew he had to say. But don't worry, like for all you for all you guys out there concerned about the PlayStation Five itself, like we our commitment is still there. Do do you think do you think between PC gaming and buying a mobile studio that that Sony is sending the wrong message? Well, they've also done this whole cinema thing now. They're getting, they're trying to get into, and you know, and this is stuff I don't really care about. Uh, I don't. I've never like for, forget the Sony acquiring a mobile studio. Mm-hmm. I've never played a mobile phone game in my life. I never played Fruit Ninja. I never played all the stuff wow. uh, my mom would play on her cell phone uh, when I was visiting. I can't. I can't even remember the the names. These these things that eventually turned into Facebook games. They're trying to find ways to make more revenue. This is really all about money and the tapping into the mobile market, which sadly is like one of the leading platforms, if not the leading platform for video games. Um, which is uh, makes me cry at night uh, when I'm going to sleep, but. Yeah, this is all just about expanding ways to get income, generate revenue, and you know, a mobile company making taking PlayStation IPs and making mobile games out of them probably will sell. I mean, people will go, "Oh my God, God of War mobile! Well, let me try this out." And it's an it RTS. Won't... <laughs> it's a power defense game. And, uh, yeah, it's all money. So, you know, but I have no nothing against them trying new things, being different, innovating, uh, and because that's how, you know, we get things like uh, VR. Yeah, yeah, I, I have no problem with it either. I think, you know, Sony's a, becoming a, a massive company. They already were. Uh, they're just getting bigger by the day. And, uh, yeah, this is just, just going to be another huge revenue stream for them uh, and to make sure that the, the, that the thing that we love, you know, the PlayStation 5 and PlayStation VR 2, hopefully we end up loving it, uh, I don't want to speculate, but I'm pretty sure we will. Uh, to make to make sure that 
that they have a solid footing uh, in the games market and, and by and by having additional revenue sources. So, you know, so one one major flop doesn't mean the end of a studio uh, or the end of Sony. So they got a lot to make up for. I mean, with with all the acquisitions uh, Microsoft is making, buying up these huge publishers uh, because they can't develop their own and t- and, you know, uh, develop their own ones. Um, they've got a problem on their hands. Huge IPs, huge successful IPs are being bought left and right. And, you know, luckily they've acquired stuff like Destiny or uh, Bungie, which makes Destiny, which, you know, obviously is why, like hugely successful IP um, for them, at least when it comes to money. And, uh, man, you know, something like that I find more exciting, including like Destiny, Fire Sprite, um, Insomniac, obviously, because these are the ones that are potentially going to be making uh, PSVR 2 games. And I mean, what if if Destiny may, becomes a PSVR 2 game in some way or shape or form? Mm-hmm. Like, I will absolutely dive the hell into that and, and play the hell out of it. And I'm sure, uh, I know there's a lot of cats that love Destiny that would uh, probably flip out. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you. And yeah, it's a game that I, you know, I played Destiny 1 for a couple hours and it's like, I'm, I'm good. I don't need this, but... Uh, I will play the crap out of Destiny if it comes to VR for sure. Yep. Um, so let's keep, take care of a couple of tips here. We got Naughty. What's up? Where with five dollar tip in the chat says, "Okay, Brian, love the haircut. Looking sexy over there. Thank you very much. Uh, you're looking pretty <laughs> sexy yourself." Um, we also got Wally is now a game cat, specifically a white tiger with a Canadian two dollar tip says twenty one sep nine. I don't know how British dates work or U- <laughs> European dates work. Wait a minute, this isn't. He's he's Canadian. <laughs> Canadian two dollar tips. Twenty one September nine. Uh, okay, showcase was announced September second. Okay. Okay, so he's he, he's saying seven days prior. Oh, so. in twenty twenty one. Yeah, the the okay. showcase last year was September 9th, and it was a Thursday. Um, so September eighth also lines up with it being the Thursday of that week. Okay, of next week. So maybe we'll maybe we'll hear uh, this Thursday about next thursday by the way i took pto uh next thursday and friday because assuming this is true um so it's gonna be time to party baby nice and uh and, and, and what are you gonna do with all that time off you gonna you gonna watch me uh stream something on without parole <laughs> i'm gonna come cut your internet cable wow, wow. Drive all the way up there wow jk guys jk i don't uh, even need to do that <laughs> emily baxter hashtag the cartoony which game kit with the two dollar tip says finally cut out the mange so no hat yeah it was looking it was looking bad i, I can i can put the hat back on if it's offending anybody out there um uh, thank you very it's much fine. for the support thank you uh we also got darth vader with the game cat right with a ten dollar tip says with the recent reveal of dead island 2 listen I want to say something right now. Uh, me and Jamie Al and Darth Vader, uh, we, we, we recorded a show yesterday. Um, and uh, Jamie Al and Darth Vader do uh, a show called The Anything Podcast. And they talk about pretty much anything. Uh, but, you know, entertainment usually. Uh, video games and, and movies. And we talked about Rogue One. We talked about Dead Island 2. And we talked about the PlayStation 5 price hike. Uh, so if you want to support some of the cats out there making their own podcasts, uh, check out the Anything Podcast if you can find it. I had one hell of a time trying to find it because there's a couple different ones called the Anything Podcast. Maybe Jamie Al can uh, offer us a link uh, to make it easier to find. Uh, sorry, that's a plug for the Anything Podcast. Dark Fate of the Game Cat, uh, ten dollar tip says: With the recent reveal of Dead Island Two, what are the chances of it coming to PlayStation VR Two? And if it did, what would Saints and Sinners Two have to do to compete? Either way, VR or not VR, I'm hype. 
Are you excited about Dead Island 2? Did you play Dead Island 1? I love I love that he found a way to make us talk about Dead Island on a show that has <laughs> nothing to do with flat screen gaming. Here's the thing, man. This is what I'm prepared for mentally. As as much as every single game has the potential to work in VR, uh, I'm not expecting every single big IP to just day one, at least, have VR support. Maybe it could happen down the line. Um but I'm preparing myself for, okay, there's going to be some separation. It's not just going to be every single game is going to, is going to turn out to be like Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil Village. Um, we will get, I'm expecting tons of those, like, uh, Gran Turismo 7, Grand Theft Auto, things like that. I am expecting that, but I, but I'm not expecting every single game. Um, and the hell that this game through, went through with development, uh, I'd be very surprised if they, you know, I think they'll be happy just to to get it out the door. But I'm not expecting it to be on VR two right away, if at all. It's a tough one, man. It's really a tough one. Uh, I will say, Jamie out in the chat with the five dollar tip says, "Thanks for the shout out." Vader promised to buy everyone a pizza if Dead Island two comes to PSVR two. By the way, I don't think that's exactly what he said, um, but. Uh, but I'll certainly take a pizza. I'll actually, I'll buy Vader a pizza <laughs> if it comes to PSVR too. I think, I actually think this is, this is really strange to say, but I actually think the development hell of this game went through might actually benefit the likelihood of it coming to PSVR too. And here's why, because it's been through, this is the third developer that, that it's, that's gone through. And this developer uh, started over from scratch. And I think over time, that has given Sony plenty of chances to step into this, step into you know Deep Silver or what or wherever studios publishing it. Techland, I can't can never remember the difference between the publisher and the developer on this one. Okay. But um, it is Deep Silver. Deep Silver is publishing it. Maybe I don't know. Actually, I'd have to look it up. All right. Well, so anyway, so it, but that, that's given Sony plenty of chances to go over there and check on the prog- progress and see how Dead Island Two is coming along. And at some point, they they. they they say, "Hey, these, these are our PSVR two plans. This game seems perfect for that." Um, you know, here it's funny because the original question uh, that Vader asked was, "What does it have to do to compete with uh, Saints and Sinners, or what does Saints and Sinners two have to do to compete?" I think the answer is, is it can't. I, not that both games aren't going to be fun in their own ways; they absolutely will. But Dead Island is one of those games that. If Dead Island 1 had come to PSVR 1 and had done everything flawlessly, or even if it comes to PSVR 2 and, and makes the transition flawlessly, it kind of blows away almost every other VR game that we have, you know, with the ex- possible exception of like Skyrim or, or a couple other big AAA games, Resident Evil 7, because it's it's just it's just a fantastic game all around, and it's a lot of fun, and it's doing things that we don't really have in VR. It's got, it's got you know, uh, by, by comparison, Saints and Sinners Chapter Two, I'm assuming, would be a much, much, much smaller game, uh, and so, so I, I don't think it really could compete uh, Dead Island Two, as long as it's as good as Dead Island One. Uh, will kind of, but at least for me, blow everything out of the water. I mean, the thing is, is the last time I played it, um, I think I recall it kind of. If it were to get a VR mode, it would definitely need some optimizations and some major adjustments and. I just think, yeah, I don't think that's anything to expect anytime soon um, because just the style of that game, it would it would have to be reconstructed a little bit in terms of the gameplay. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, it's a, you're you're never doing anything crazy in Dead Island, luckily, right? You're you're running around, you're swinging weapons, you run like five hundred miles an hour, and there's like lots of shaky cutscenes and stuff. So like all that stuff would have to be yeah. worked on a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I you're not you're not you're not thinking of dying light, are you? By any chance? No. Okay. All right. Cool. Well. That got us a little bit off topic, but let's get back on topic uh, with one of the things that uh, we were supposed to. If you saw PSVR this week or if you've been following First Contact Entertainment over on uh, Twitter, you know that the four-year anniversary of Firewall Zero Hour was yesterday. Whoop, whoop. Was it yesterday? Yesterday. And, <laughs> and, uh, and so there was supposed to be a big announcement from the team over at First Contact Entertainment. Uh, and yesterday kind of came and went, and they said... Hey, sorry, we're not going to be able to announce. Yeah, that thing. was a little anticlimactic, right? <laughs> like, it, it was. It was more than that. What did What did you think? What did you think it was going to be? Uh so I thought, I thought it'd be the announcement of a firewall too, personally, um, because PlayStation, you know, has already announced PSVR two. Um, I thought they were going to at least tease like a firewall two. Or, you know, was it, I, somebody said, I don't remember who it was, but somebody said like they, they might bring it to PC and that was like the alternative. I was like, they're either going to announce Firewall 2 or it's going to be like Firewall's now on PC or something. Yeah. But that, it wouldn't make much sense to me either. Right. Right. And so, yeah, I, I think, I think most of the speculation revolved around it being a, a PSVR two game, possibly a sequel to firewall. Uh, that, that seemed to be what everybody was leaning towards. Um, and I, and I, and I think personally, I would have been surprised at that because with the, with Sony showcase potentially being right around the corner, why, why, right. why would anything be revealed ahead of time? You know, what, what are they going to reveal like a logo, uh, reveal a teaser, something along those lines. And then, and then kind of blow it out of the water and show you know the, the full reveal at the Sony showcase. Uh, it just seemed it just seems like a really strange time to do it. Obviously, they were trying to capitalize on on the anniversary, um, but something obviously happened, and hopefully, we'll hear more soon. Yeah, well, they said we're not going to have to wait too long uh, for it, and you know that does potentially line up with. Um, with the date, with the date, the rumored September 8th. So it's possible something could be moved to that showcase, but I don't know. They would just, they would have to have the game far in development and really polished looking. And, you know, they don't, they really don't want to show this off and shit the bed. Like, like the, if it's something that sucks and, and show it off, they want to show off some, something really good looking uh, because firewall set the bar really high. And to me personally, you know, I won't accept anything uh, that's not even close to the original in terms of quality and gameplay, replay value, uh, all all these things. And you know, um, I'd I'd really really hope to see a sequel though, and we'll see what happens. But I'm you know I'm not going to hold my breath. But <laughs> proud dog in the chat says firewall is coming to quest. My bet. I, I mean, I could see something like that. If they had an exclusivity deal, um, it would definitely make sense. It'd be a practical thing for them to do maybe a little bit sooner than now. But uh, no, but I think Sony's got the rights to that. So I don't think uh, I don't think there's any chance that happens. Yeah. 
Yep, it's definitely been uh, it's definitely been an interesting four years. And uh, First Contact is one of those companies that I really feel like could go either way right now. Right, they they could they could kind of start falling off and become the next Servios uh, or one of many other studios who we had a lot of faith in, like fast travel games. Right, we we had a lot of faith in a lot of these companies, and I feel like some of them are going to really excel next gen. I think End Dreams is going to be one of those, uh, and I think some of them are really going to like they're going to struggle. They're really going to struggle to find their footing next gen and and figure out like what a what a triple A or what a you know quality PSVR two game two game really means. What is it? What is it? Uh, it's it's so I, I really do look at these guys as as a company that could go either way right now. They they need to absolutely kill it. Whatever whatever their next announcement is, whatever they show off has to be exceptional. Right, and they need to take their time and make sure they show off something awesome. Otherwise, it's going to backfire in their face. Um, and you know, I love Firewall. I, I've said it before. Like I even think it could be considered the best if uh, one of the best if not the best playstation vr game i think there's an argument there for for it to be in like the top five always interesting Um, because aj i don't know if you're aware but we're going to have arguments like that this saturday (laughs) right here on the channel we're going to do our top 50 debate uh and i gotta tell you man i know this is off topic (laughs) i was trying to come up with my top 50 today i was hanging out in voice chat some of the cats were trying to help me out Dude, I I thought making a top twenty five list was difficult, but when you open it up to top fifty, I think somehow it gets even more difficult. I don't because you want to include everything. Then you're I like, have oh started. You like, yeah. 50, fifty games. I'm going to be able to put all my favorites in there. <laughs> I finished making the list and I and I hadn't even double checked to make sure I hadn't missed anything. I was like seventy games deep. I was like, oh my god, I got to cut twenty of these and make sure I didn't miss any big ones. Dude, this is going to be insane on Saturday absolutely insane. yeah it's it's gonna be a lot of fun we're gonna have the whole crew uh i'm definitely uh i've been working on my list and yes i'm experiencing the same thing right now <laughs> where i had a list of like 80 games and then uh and then i started you know putting them in in an order and when i got to like the the 30s or 30s or something i was like okay at this point let me just put a game that i think i know is going to be on my 50 and then i'll worry about the order at a later time yeah yeah, I that was the only way to get it done. Yeah, uh, but anyways, I'm so oh, sorry. I'm I'm still working on my list. Uh, but but listen, now, since we're on the topic of the top fifty, uh, I I said this on Twitter. I said this in the community post here on YouTube. I don't think people are understanding. Uh, if if you want to contribute, if you want to get your face on the screen, like, and you if you have a hidden gem that you think really deserves to be on the top 50 list if you think that resident evil one shouldn't be number one if you think saints and sinners should be number one if you think astrobot should be number one or beat saber or no man's sky if you have a different number one for us than the, than the normal debate that we always have send a quick video of yourself take a video of yourself show, show us your face tell us who you are and and, and 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 make your case make your case for whatever game it is that you want to be on the list or for whatever claim whatever you want to happen show us your cat man whatever but just make 20 30 40 50 second video um and then we're going to show off these videos during uh the the top the top 50 debate on saturday so send them to without parole at gmail.com and, and we'll make this happen man. it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be like five or seven hours long it's gonna be glorious i'm gonna order a pizza before it begins i'm gonna make sure i have the pizza i'm definitely right here oh, yeah pizza i'm gonna eat the so whole pizza, pizza. <laughs> like the, the whole large pizza seven hours 
But anyways, my my point was that yeah, Firewall, you know, happy four year anniversary, oh, yeah. and uh, they really knocked it out of the park with that game. It, it is so good, an absolute system seller while being a brand new IP. Sold lots of aim controllers too, which all those things. I mean, they should be really proud of what they created. That being said, uh, one of my fears though is that they've they've had some people leave the company. Yeah. Uh, Adam Orth, of course, after the game launched, he left. And uh, then more recently, uh, Damon Shabs left and went back to the Call of Duty franchise, I think. And so they've got some key players that are now missing that uh, I am very, very concerned about. And I really hope uh, they still have enough manpower and talent and everything to develop another product of equal or more value quality. Sadukar, 7th Legion, with the 5 quid, says, Some lurker love. Please keep your weekly VR news alive. Best roundup on tube, Paul. No comment. Also, (laughs) you do a play with me? Games, not sexy stuff, LOL. I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess, just (laughs) based on reading this, English might not be his first language, uh, and so... uh, we do let's plays. I do let's plays. I, I've been slacking though because for like uh, over a week I wasn't even here, uh, and we also haven't any new had any new games to play. Um, and so, but I, I will be bringing the let's plays back uh, much, uh, much more frequently. You know, as as we get new games to play, and as we start as we start kind of like rounding out the PlayStation One lifespan, as we start saying start sunsetting it, and we start looking back on some of the you know some of the greatest games of the generation. I'm going to be going back and playing those. Uh, so absolutely, absolutely. You can, you can find all my old let's plays just by uh, checking out the playlist on the channel. And if you have a name like Sadukar seventh Legion, you should really comment more because that is an awesome name. <laughs> Sounds like some obscure RPG. I would have loved Sadukar seventh Legion, the game yeah, cat. that like nobody else would play <laughs> the game cat. just saying the game cat makes everything sound better. All right, man. All right, man. So moving on, we have a uh, a Twitter poll that came out. We got uh, some. I saw this uh, earlier, and I was very, very surprised by this. Um, Elysia, which is a World of Warcraft inspired MMO RPG, it's the other big MMO uh, that's kind of gearing up. Uh, that is similar to. Zenith, The Last City. Mm-hmm. Um, this is more of a World of Warcraft style instead of the anime JRPG style looking one. Um, they did a Twitter poll earlier saying, Alicia will be released on PC VR, Quest, and PSVR. Which ecosystem are you in? And the results, Brian, I found were shocking to me. How about you? Yeah, a little bit shocking um, because and, – and I will say- <laughs> I'll t- let me just read off the results right here in case you're not looking at the screen. Um, PCVR got 25% of the vote. Quest got 27%. And PSVR got uh, about 46%. Um, yeah! Right, it, it, PSVR Master Race, let's go! These This poll, I, I you know, like right, right before I hit retweet, I thought to myself, well, this is going to skew things a bit. Click. Uh, because... Because all the cats came out, I think, and voted, um, and uh, and really and really helped skew the results a little bit. Um, because before, I mean, no, PSVR was already ahead. It, it was bit. it was almost a dead even when I retweeted it. Oh, okay, okay, it must have changed then. Yeah, and so, but uh, but interestingly enough, so the thing with Elysia is that I I absolutely did not expect this to be coming out on PSVR one, 
Do you think, AJ, that they mean PSVR 1 when they say this? Because so many developers lately have been saying, well, we're coming to PSVR. We meant PSVR 2. So that is the really, I think, besides getting over the shock of PSVR going and like winning by a landslide of people saying what platform they are on, which I don't even think is completely accurate to the big picture here. Uh, maybe, I, I don't know how that's even possible, but... Um, Unless people are, you know, maybe planning. But, but yeah, I mean, that's the weird thing. Does this mean that it's still coming out to PSVR 1? Uh, or does this mean that it's going to come to PSVR 2? You'd have to think that it's going to end up being a PSVR 2 title. But who knows, man? It would be so weird uh, if it comes out on PSVR first. Yeah, I mean, like... Do we do we have we don't even have a release date for this thing yet, right? So the no, but they've said in the comments that they've finished alpha phase in the spring and they're entering beta soon. So, but that that still tells me it's unlikely we're going to see it this year, right? So right. So so to right. to launch a PSVR one game next year, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's gonna... I think we get this game on PSVR two uh, middle to late next year. Is my guess. Uh, I, I would just be curious because so many developers, uh, you know, when you talk about like, you know, all, all these developers out there, like uh, the one that comes to mind first is Monologic, right? Who was making Ben VR Adventure. They said, oh, it's coming to, you know, Quest and PC VR and, and then PlayStation VR. But what they didn't tell us was that they were they were doing one at a time, right? They were they were they were they said, okay, we're making the PCR version, and then when that's done, we're going to start the port of the Quest version, and then when that's done, we're going to start the port of the PS VR version, and. It, we never got the PSVR version because by the time they got around to it, they were like, oh, the, the, the ecosystem's kind of fading out, kind of dead, moved on to Ooh. other markets, right? Lame. And so uh, so we're not getting they it. They did that in like, like 2020, right? I mean, there was still some life in it around then. Yeah, they jumped the gun a little bit early. I think I, I think for a game yeah. like Ven, it probably could have sold enough for them to be happy. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. What are you going to do? So, so that's my question with Elysia is when they say they've exited alpha and entered beta or they're about to enter beta, do they mean that for one of the builds or do they mean that for all of the builds? And so I think that finding the answer to that question out will answer our question about whether this is actually coming to PSVR 1 or not. Uh, but there's still, dude, there's still plenty of people out there playing PlayStation VR 1. We talk about it sometimes like it's dead uh, around here because compared to what it was, it, it is definitely on life support. But there's still plenty of people who just got their PSVR 1s either this year or recently, or they just got, you know, handed down to them or something along those lines. So there's plenty of people just getting into PSVR 1 right now where there could very well still be a market for this. And so. I think it'd be kind of cool if Elysia capitalized on that market when nobody else is. Everyone else is jumping ship being like, oh, no one's going to buy anything. But then they come along and go, boom, we're, we're the only thing to play. Let's do this. Right? They get yeah. all of the sales. That'd be cool. Um, real it would quick, be really interesting. I'd play it. Real quick, Piotrek F with the nine plantain says, when's Polish Paul VR going to be on the game's guest? I have no idea who that is. Um <laughs> Donatello the Scientist GameCat with the $5 tip. Rare says, I think Sadukar was talking about playing multiplayer games together with you, Brian, not Let's Plays. Hashtag multiplayer meetups. <sighs> yeah, uh, Discord is really the best place for that. Um, anytime I just jump into multiplayer, um, a few of us, I know that Josh, me, uh, Zombie, and Josh, me, Zombie, wasn't Tatum. Crap, who else played? 
This is terrible, man. It's absolutely terrible. Oh, fucking Nick Howe, the game cat. We all played, we all played some, um, we all played some Albo together the other day. Was it yesterday, the day before, something like that? We, we did Sanatorium. We, we went through the whole thing, unlocked all the, uh, all the stuff we wanted to unlock, and then we got out. We, did, we, we actually did the extraction and didn't die on round 21 like last time. Although we did go to round 22, so we went pretty far. Uh, Sedekar, the seventh <laughs> legion. I'm, I'm such an asshole, Sedekar. I apologize. I apologize. Has donated another two pounds, uh, and he says, English is my only language. I'm Scottish. Can, 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 uh, <laughs> which, me, which means he's he's just been heavily drinking, Brian. Can leave we, the man be. Can we, What's a guy got to do to enjoy a podcast and leave a comment and a tip? <laughs> can, can everyone can everyone just gang up on me right now and, and, and co- collectively can I get a fuck you Brian in the chat because because hey, I, let's all grab just, let's all grab Brian and punch him in the liver over and over be, because I couldn't read I accuse someone of not being <laughs> speaking English oh my god I'm <laughs> such a fucking jackass right now uh, uh, I, hey I'm I'm helping you out here I'm making myself look like a jackass too by doing a terrible Scottish accent uh, we just called that a Monday around here uh, <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. We are we are super duper behind schedule. So let's let's uh, let, let's get this show on the road here. Uh, there are, and, and this is courtesy of AJ, by the way. Uh, I would not have known about these games if it wasn't for AJ. His due diligence, uh, keeping his eye on uh, on the, on the Dreams community and on Media Molecule and on Dreams itself. We want to talk about two relatively new uh, dreams that you should be playing with your PlayStation VR headset. Which, AJ, which one of these do you want to talk about first, so I can get the video footage up and running? Uh, we'll do the one that you had listed first, which is disdain. All right, where is depravity that? of the night? <laughs> Here we go. There it is. Here's disdain. Uh, this is super duper cool. Uh, anyone who's ever played a Castlevania game uh, should feel right at home here. You have never played a Castlevania game. I don't believe <laughs> that in the slightest. I have beaten nine Castlevanias, sir. Nine. You cannot take that away from me. Nine. Boy, are you slacking. Castlevanias. You are. Slacking. And I consider this. I consider this my tenth Castlevania that I've beaten. Have you? Have I you, know. There's like nine. Sounds like a lot until you realize there's like forty-seven yeah. <laughs> Castlevanias. Have you played the PS2 ones? Um, no, I don't think so. No, I remember. Well, barely, but not like I've like beaten nine Castlevanias. Uh, I've hardly touched, uh, scratched the surface with those. Yeah, same. I've, I've, I've played them, but not yeah. To anyway, really, I want to talk about PlayStation Two games, uh, but but instead we need to talk about some of these games and dreams. Um, this I, I gotta say, okay, listen, AJ recommended this to me. We played the demo of it a while back. I think we talked about it on Gamescast a while back. And totally blown away. This is this is how a third-person, side-scrolling, platforming, brawler-type game can absolutely work in VR. Uh, this game is beautiful. Uh, do we do we have the creator's name handy, AJ? Um, it is. Oh man, there's a there's a definitely a collaboration of people um, that worked on it. Okay, it's the main two that I remember, and forgive me for everyone else who contributed to this, uh, but the main ones I know are Black Veil Games and insane artist um and they are as far as i know the main developers behind this there's there's definitely a, a more people though yeah i got I, I just brought up in dreams.me we got black bill games insane artists as you said uh the cory stooler uh and then lampuzu 
Yeah, man. Oh, passing, that's right. Yeah. So this is definitely so I'm I'm really all about mostly about VR and the way that it needs to go forward is, you know, having the two hands represented, being first person or at least getting really creative with it, um, being very like interactive. This is one of the rare cases and similar to like that of like Astrobot, which I also like was jumping uh, up and down on the on uh, about when it was announced. Right. Um, this turned out amazing on the PS5, and it creates this cool 2.5D uh, 3D effect. And uh, yeah, there, this game was obviously not designed with VR in mind, um, but the way it translates to VR, it just looks incredible and it's such an amazing game especially if you're a big castlevania fan yeah i will say yeah everything felt really good about this everything looked really good about it the controls felt great uh it it moves along really really fast there's no dicking around um and uh in, in the castlevania references as you just saw here on the screen are awesome uh one of my favorite things is that within the first few minutes it jumps back in time 25 years and you get to play uh, this scenario from 25 cool. years ago. You get your, your, the character you're playing as has different powers. Uh, and then like, you know, as you've done that for about five or 10 minutes, it jumps forward 25 years back to what you were doing. Um, there's a lot going on here control-wise, uh, much more than I would expect from a Dreams game, uh, although the Dreams games have been getting much and much more complex these days, so I guess I shouldn't be that surprised. Um, to the point where like I don't actually have all the systems down. Uh, there's, there's, is it a, a Saints mode and a Sinners mode, or am I confusing that with some other VR game? Yeah, I think you're right. Actually, I think it is a, a Sinner bar, like a Sinner energy bar and a Saint energy bar. That's right. correct. And so these special powers associated with each one, and mm-hmm. uh, and I'll tell you that I, for the most part, I was just using the the square for a light attack and triangle for the heavy attack. But there was so much more to it, using the triggers and switching back and forth between the two modes. Uh, and- so it's like a block. Oh yeah, in a block, absolutely. And so, uh, so I was I was flying along, and I, and I probably made it, you know, twenty twenty five minutes in or something uh, before I died. And then I was like, oh man, I got to learn these other controls. I got to learn these other uh, these uh, uh, these other attacks because they're so much more powerful. And when it comes to bosses, you're going to need it. I just I absolutely just love everything about this, man. This is brilliant. Uh, if you look at the stats and stuff behind it too, it's crazy. It has. 80 different, 80 different scenes that were created for it. Uh, it has over 60 levels, uh, 10 bosses, um, or like around 10 big boss fights. And it has uh, like something like around 40, 30, 40 or more enemies variety in it, like different enemy types in it. And yeah, it's very much to me, it was very much like a mix between Castlevania and... Uh, with a little hint of like some Bloodborne style uh, art style and stuff in there, and and it's pretty difficult. And uh, it took me three and a half hours to beat the whole thing, which is crazy. Again, so many people out there have been saying, "Oh, you know, Dreams is just a bunch of little demos." That that's all people are making. Hell no. I mean, these are people making full game. <laughs> people making games in their spare time, not getting paid for this at all. And so sometimes you see a demo like Disdain that came out a while back and we were like this looks great yeah. we can't wait to can't wait to see the full game and in the back of my mind it's like very unlikely they're going to get around to making the full game out of this and totally wrong i'm really really glad to see that they did uh and to, and to see that it's something like three and a half hours we paid lots of money for for shorter less impressive things in vr for sure 
It's incredible, man. I really encourage everybody to go out and check it out. It's super polished, and it looks so much better in the headset than it does on the the kind of like preview social screen right here. Um, it looks gorgeous in the headset. It does. It does. Uh, it, it's it's very obvious that this was made in dreams. There, there's always like some of the effects have that that cotton candy ish thing, or, or kind of like this. I, I don't know what it is exactly, but some, but very frequently, little stuff here and there, yeah, yeah. But but it doesn't matter, man. If like if if you're at all curious what people are doing in dreams, uh, this is and you're going to stop in. This is a good place to start. Uh, and let's move along to the next one, man, because I, again, we are pretty short on time. And now the next one is a first person game. It is not a third person. It does have a third person option, but it actually but fuck that shit. <laughs> but fuck, but fuck that shit. Uh, <laughs> but Brian, but Brian, um, but fucking all sorts of shit. Wow, that, uh, that actually came out way game, than I thought it would. <laughs> the next one is called Hella Taxi, and I mean it's kind of what it sounds like, but there's a lot more to it. Uh, so there's an interesting story behind this. Um, I streamed this one before, and it had uh. It had a bunch of like blurry mess of a screen because of the stuff. Um, these guys actually don't have a VR headset, um, but they added me as a collaborator awesome. to give to let them play test stuff. And I'm literally play testing it and giving them feedback, saying, "Hey, the camera needs to move here. Camera needs to move here. This is what this looks like in there." And it, we spent about a week going back and forth. And this game, you guys absolutely blew my mind as well uh brian i gotta hear your thoughts i've been waiting forever to hear uh, your thoughts on this awesome i uh, just for everybody in the chat that first game was called disdain this one's called helitaxi I, I will absolutely get the link the in dreams.me link for helitaxi up in just a second um okay so <laughs> check this out ready uh, this is very typical brian paul i think is that i you had been raving about this so much i jumped in and i was like thoroughly unimpressed i was like but <laughs> i knew this was gonna happen i, I was like this is uh, i was like okay i'm slowly getting from one place to another there doesn't seem to be any kind of sense of urgency whatsoever uh everything looks pretty nice it's cool that it's open world i was like but the interior of the taxi the hella taxi was just kind of really bland and definitely looked like it was made out of cotton candy and then it starts to it starts to become more of a full-fledged game you start you, I, it took me a second to even realize. I was like, I was like, okay, which which of these two locations that are on the screen do I need to pick up the pick up the passenger from, and then which one do I need to deliver him to? And so I was just I was just flying around aimlessly for a little while. Uh, but then you find these beacons of light, and then you go, oh, okay, cool. And so learning the city is obviously going to be part of this, right? Where you start getting used to these different locations where you're going to be picking people up and dropping them off from, uh, and then like you're you're. Helitaxi runs on electricity and you got to make sure it's like essentially make sure you don't run out of fuel. Uh, and then you're, and you're making money uh, with every single delivery. And then you go into the garage and you find out that you got to keep your Helitaxi repaired. You got to make sure that any damages that you incur, you pay for and that, and that you, and you fix it. And then on top of that, there are so many things to upgrade and i love yeah. upgrades any kind of progression system like this where you get to fly faster where you get to where you get to make your uh helitaxi more uh fuel efficient or electricity efficient uh it, it can take more damage all these things and i was like i was like and, and i so as soon as i started flying faster i was like oh this is gonna be some good shit 
You told me you spend hours in this. And after about 20 minutes, I realized I could also spend hours in this. This is why I said it was really important that you spend some quality time with it. Because, yeah, it starts you out slow because, you like any game, there's a progression system. And keep in mind, so this is the big thing about this game. This is an open-world game. This is all one big open world. Um and there's no loading screens from section to section or anything. Um, when you go into the garage, yeah, it goes into the garage. But this is a giant open world. And there is so much to explore um, in in this open world. But, yeah, you start out. It's kind of slow and stuff. You're just kind of getting used to the gameplay. You're taking one person here, dropping them off. Um, but then as you do more, more areas start to open up. Like it actually, start, it actually kind of... Uh, constrains the amount of locations you can go to at first and then and then as you do more more locations become available and you go oh i haven't been to this place yet oh i haven't been to this place yet then you get the upgrades and everything like you said i've got my my uh helitaxi i've got the speed maxed out i've got the maneuverability maxed out i've actually got everything maxed out and it gets a lot faster um so i actually think it naturally works well uh because when it's at a fast speed, uh, that might make some people sick. But because it eases into it, um, and and yeah, you just get more and more rewards and everything. And yeah, not only can you customize your ship, but you can also customize uh, the look of it as well. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. There's there's so much about this. I don't. There's cosmetic. Know. There's cosmetic upgrades as well as uh, other ones like stat upgrades. Nice. Yeah, there's so much about this that I haven't discovered yet. Uh, you know, I thought I thought I could jump in and play it for a half an hour and really get the feel for it. And all I got the feel for was that there's a lot more uh, that I'm going to have fun with in this game. And so I am really, really excited about this. I actually really want to start my game over because I caused a whole lot of damage trying to land on one of these platforms. Oh, actually, right here, <laughs> you see, I got the, the front the front of my taxi stuck on the platform, uh, and then and then the, this voice over the radio, the uh, basically the. Uh, the the, the person who's helping you out in charge of you, maybe your boss, whatever, right? Um, yeah. I, I got reports of a big black cloud flying over the city. As it turns out, it's you. Get get your Eladaxi fixed. And I'm like, I need to go repair this thing. Uh, so I'm going to start over and, and, and do better this time. But uh, but yeah, this is, this is definitely it, a good one. I have literally like five to seven hours in this. And, and there's reasons to replay it too. Um but I'm still on like just like my second campaign right now. But man, it is really something to behold. And they they literally fixed all the stuff so that we could play it in VR in first person. They did that for us, man. Um, and they were like, we don't even have a headset. They were like, it's incredibly difficult to to uh, edit this and stuff for VR when we don't have a headset. Mm-hmm. So they they really powered through the frustration and didn't have to do this, and they went out of their way to make this work for us. So really the least everybody could go do that uh, has a PS5 at least, um, you have to go check this out. It's an Like, I'd pay $10 at least for this game. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I obviously haven't spent enough time with it to, to start putting a price down for it, but I'm, I'm definitely going to get 10 hours of, uh, of time out of it. 10 hours. $10 of time. Ten hours of both of these games are are an example of just something made in dreams that are better than like half the games you would pay for. Um, (laughs) So it's like you're doing yourself a disservice if you're not checking these out. Yeah. 
so congrats uh, to uh, to both the Hello Taxi creator and I'm, I'm sorry I, I put the link in the description. I did not give this person a shout out. This is Atheist SW uh, along with two collaborators yes. um, who are and uh, our para in in Zod- Zodera Zodera Zodira. So congrats, uh, killing it. And while I was in dreams today, I just noticed a bunch of other games uh, that they were spotlighting that I haven't checked out yet. I really, really, really want to. Uh, and so I'm going to have to get back in dreams. I know that uh, there's been a lot of stuff going on over there that I need to pay back, pay attention to. Um, again, yeah. while, while we're suffering for games. By the way, Transformers coming out this week. How crazy is that, AJ? Transformers, uh, PSVR 1 game coming out this week, September 1st. Dang, yeah. Um, it's pretty cool, man. And uh, I also forgot to mention there's a race mode in Hello Taxi oh. that, that they just added. They just updated it for VR and added a race mode with like 10 courses. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways. The point, um, the, point, the point I was trying to make was while, while we're in the slow period, Dreams is a great way to pass the time, uh, especially with PSVR. But, you know, the slow period, I don't know, is going to end with Transformers or if that's just going to be one little bump in our slow period. Dreams. Dreams and No Man's Sky have basically saved my life uh, during this time. Um, but Transformers, man, it finally got a release date. Really interesting. Now, here's the thing is I know a lot of people are going out there going, um, oh, it's just a rail shooter. It's going to be trash, blah, blah, blah. You know, I can't judge yet whether or not it's going to be a super fun time or whatnot. But when it comes to just being a rail shooter, um, the thing is for me is that rail shooters are actually – the reason I even discovered VR, because that is a genre I've always loved. Uh, arcade shooters in mm-hmm. particular, rail shooters, Time Crisis, uh, you know, Re- Resident Evil, Umbrella Chronicles, House of the Dead. Um, so, like, th- this is a genre that's been very, very, uh, like, special to me. And while, while VR obviously is capable of doing so much more... Um, to me, this Transformers game, if it's good, uh, at least for what it is, is kind of like, for me, the the send-off of kind of a, a bittersweet kind of way to close out this generation, uh, Gen 1, uh, you know, because I love games like Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, and... Um, there's there's a couple other real issues, you know, Pistol Whip, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood. So, you know... It'll be interesting to see whether it's good or not, but just because it's a rail shooter, you know, is not a bad thing for this gen. I know it's not going to be something that we really want moving forward, but but for for the for one of the last PSVR games, sure, give it to me. I'm 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 happy to check it out. Yeah, I'm down with VR rail shooters till the end of time. Uh, I, I would love you know some if we could get some of those classic time crisis games on PSVR too. Um, the House of the Dead remake. Yeah, I take that shit. Vampire Night. Yeah, good times. But Ninja Assault. N- not Ninja Assault though. No, Ninja Assault. What? Probably my least favorite one of the PS2 era. And that oh inclu- my god, and that, that's like the best one. And that includes Endgame. <laughs> and oh no, right? I liked Endgame better than <laughs> yeah Ninja Assault. But anyway, uh, but yeah, this is uh, you know the rail shooter part of it isn't isn't the part I have a problem with. Um, the the part I have a problem with is that you're playing as a human. Uh, you're, it's a Transformers game. We don't get to play as a Transformer. That that's the crazy part. We'll see if that works out in their favor or not. They had said on Twitter that, that one of the things that they were interested in doing was conveying the sense of scale of the Transformers, and it was best done if you're a human-sized person uh, rather than a Transformer-sized yeah. person. Uh, so we'll we'll see if that bet pays off or not for them. I'm very interested. Yeah, I mean there are human characters in 
Transformers and um, and when, when you're playing you know, a Transformers and, VR game, you want to squish them. <laughs> you want to squish them with your view. Look at the people I just killed. Squish, right? Uh, you, know, you don't want to be like, oh my um, goodness. You know, I'm not. I'm not the biggest Transformers fan ever. I I I, I like Transformers, of course, but um, I you know, yeah, I don't know. It's not going to be for everyone, obviously. And yeah, it's probably ge- it looks a little bit more geared towards kids and simple rail shooter experience. Oh. Um. I'm just hoping at the very least it's a fun ride uh, for even if it's like, uh, you know, short but sweet. Uh, I'm hoping for just a little fun ride or something and get to see these giant Transformers battle it out, like, you know, bash each other and stuff uh, right above my head. I think that'd be uh, okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Awesome Tatum in the chat says, I admit I did want to play as Megatron. Anyway. Uh, anyway, moving on, dude. We got we let's let's tackle this last topic again. Always, always behind schedule here. Uh, but this last topic we want to talk about uh, is is an issue that has been sort of plaguing PlayStation for a little bit here, and that's that their store is kind of trash. Anyone who's used the PlayStation Store uh, in the past, uh, it de- really depending on where you're at on the PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five, mobile, or PC. Um, a lot of people have run into all sorts of various problems, some of them affecting one platform over another. Uh, AJ, it, it, am I alone on this? Do, do you have any issues with the PlayStation Store, or, or am I just complaining and, uh, and I'm all alone on this little island over here? Well, uh, I'll be honest with you. When you first told me that this was the topic that you were thinking of, I was like, I don't like... Act like I don't off the top of my head. I had to think about it a little bit. I'm like, mm-hmm. what issue? It was I was wondering, was this like a conversation that that maybe came up? You were pointing certain things out. The, historically, there have always been issues with the PlayStation <laughs> Store. Like always, yeah. I can think of. I, I think PS4 was the best, maybe. Um, but because PS3 was like such a nightmare to use the PlayStation Store, such a nightmare. So I'm just glad we don't have to go back to that. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I've got a couple complaints about some quality of life features in particular. But but I'm interested to hear what you have to say about it and um, what kind of things you wanted to bring up here. So first and foremost, finding finding stuff on the PlayStation Store is really difficult sometimes. You know, frequent frequently there'll be a game you're looking for, and if you're not just searching for it then you're not going to find it right and i and, and and i firmly believe that if you're someone like sony and you're taking a 30% cut for selling a game on play or for having your game on a playstation then you need to at least earn that 30% cut you need to, you need to be able to prominently display something that you're selling because uh, because otherwise like what's what's that 30% going towards right what what is happening i think sony any storefront, whether it's virtual or digital, needs to attract people. And, and essentially, any store you walk into is should really be designed to sell you things that you didn't even know that you wanted. And so, and when I walk into the PlayStation Store digitally, virtually, however you want to call it, all I do is see a bunch of trash, right? And it almost makes me want to turn right around and walk the fuck out because there's nothing there I want. Like for for days, for weeks sometimes, there's just this shovelware on the front page being like, like these two or three dollar games that were just like looked like they were just it was like shovelware that was just ported over just to make a buck. And let me tell you something about that, AJ. I wanted to find out a little bit more about these games. 
Are they shovelware? Is there something here? Could this be in a genre that I'm interested in? You know what? I have no fucking idea. You know why I have no fucking idea? Because on the PC, you can't see screenshots of the game. When you go to PlayStation.com and you click on the store and you look at games, there's no screenshots. Don't even get me started that there's no trailers. Right. But yeah, you know, it's like, how, how are you going to sell anybody anything on the PC store? If you're not, you won't even show them a fucking screenshot. Like I, I would, I would be so furious if I was a developer that made a game for PSVR or PlayStation four or PlayStation five said, here we go. We're putting it. We, we spent all this work trying to get through certification and Sony's QA process now giving Sony 30% cut. And then when you look up the game, when somebody stumbles across it on the PlayStation store, you don't even know what kind of game it is. All you get is text description in the name of the game with no screenshots and no trailers. It's fucking asinine. And I'd be embarrassed if I was Sony. It's pretty terrible. I mean, at one point they did have um, the trailers and stuff and uh, screenshots at least. It's usually both. But I guess you're right. I guess that is mainly from the pl- the PlayStation itself, right? Um, but you're right. The, the, the going to the PlayStation store from a PC is absolutely terrible, uh, for many different reasons. And that is definitely one of them. Um, but I, I know firsthand that I've tried to like, you know, buy something off of it and it's so annoying. Um, yeah, you should definitely have at least a, a trailer, some screenshots. Like that's the that's like the most basic thing you can do. If you look at other platforms, they most certainly have those. Um, so it is a little lazy uh, to not have that stuff up there. And then, and then, and then on, just on top of that, what about all of these kind of garbage games that have been featured on the front of the PlayStation store? It's funny. If you look at it right now, it's like, oh, good. A new wave of new games kind of ushered in a new front page for the store. But for weeks it was all these two and three dollar games. Like, how much? How much do you think Sony should be curating the store? I think this is the probably the big question, right? Because it, should Sony be even telling some of these developers, "Listen, your game's not good enough, or your game is just a throwaway game. No one's going to buy your game. It shouldn't even be on the PlayStation Store." Or should do you think that? How do you think they should deal with that, really, in order to show people things that they? again, want to buy when they walk into the store and didn't even know that they wanted to buy it. Uh, maybe, you know, some, somebody comes to the store and they say, oh, I want to buy Dead Island 2. But while they're there, they see this game and that game and that game. And they're like, well, Jesus, you know, these games are on sale. I should probably pick these up. That's, that's the point of the store, not to walk in and see a bunch of like, garbage games. What's, what's the solution here? How, how does this work? Well, it gets a little tricky when you talk about the curation of it because um, – you know, we saw with the quest side of things where they were, there were literal games that their where their curation was almost to their detriment. Where people, uh, you know, games like To the Top or um, Swordsman at first and um, Crisis Brigade, all games that are absolutely worthy of of being on on any platform. Um, so if it's gonna cause things like that to get um, you know, potentially awesome games and experiences to be uh, blocked, then that could become problematic. But, but yeah, I mean, it seems like either way, there's going to be garbage games that get through somehow one way or another. And so I don't think it's really something you can 
really stop. I think I think they already do curation curating by you know the steps needed to get onto the platform and um you know it, it helps it helps uh sift through some of it not all of it because i've already seen some games uh that are like in development for psvr2 and like half of them i'm like there's no chance in hell you're getting to psvr2 like there's no way um and it's kind of like a thing like you know as much as i wanted to play it it's kind of like a thing like a ven adventure or uh you know, a lot of these other games that were promised that never ended up showing up uh, is because, yeah, it's a lot more difficult than it sounds. Yeah, I think the big problem that Matthew Longo said in the chat perfectly said they make money off of garbage games. Otherwise, they would stop it. Right. And that, and that really is the case. I would ne- I'm just going to be uh, as honest as I can about this. I would I don't want any type of curation or I'm sorry. I don't want any kind of. Uh, gatekeeping as far as what games belong on the store right i i would i would love there to be you know when you go to the store you select show me all playstation 5 games and sort them by release date and then you start with the newest ones and work your way to the oldest ones that's fine have all of those games there i just don't think the first thing you should see when you go to the playstation store is is all the shovelware uh the asset flips that kind of stuff um because it's 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 really really silly. Like, the, can you imagine turning on your PlayStation Five for the very first time? You're the, it's the very first time you've ever been part of the PlayStation ecosystem, and you turn it on and you go, "My name is Mayo." What? Yeah, right. Which which whatever. I mean, it's probably it's probably one of the better crappy games out there, um, especially for Platinum Hunters. Anyway, not the point. The point is is that we've seen what happens when curation goes too far or when gatekeeping goes too far. On other platforms, we've seen over on Quest that the best uh, that Swordsman could do was get on App Lab. That to the top wasn't accepted to be on Quest. The, these are these are great games. These are fun games, uh, and you have to jump through hoops to find some of them on Quest. Um, be, just because they because somebody over there, whoever is in charge of third party content, has just deemed themselves the the person who knows what everybody else wants. And very frequently, when you see a game like Gorilla Tag, you're like, what the fuck crap is this? And then you find out it's like one of the most played games on the platform. So you never know where lightning is going to strike or what people want. So I don't want that kind of gatekeeping happening. I just think that there's got to be better ways. And when it comes to PSVR 2, man, as much as we're like very enthusiastic about AAA games being part of that journey with us but we can say hey vr is finally starting to take off and playstation vr 2 is going to be a big part of that and AAA developers are going to get on board for it with hybrid games there's still the the innovation is always going to come from indie games first that's where we're going to see the most in- innovation from and so indie games need a place to shine on the store for psvr 2 or they're just going to get lost in the shuffle so frequently I remember, I remember when PlayStation VR one came out, and I saw the Brookhaven experiment, and I said, "This looks like, this looks like." You know, my immediate thought was, "This, this, this looks like shovelware." This is probably they tried just trying to get in there for the PSVR one launch and make a few extra bucks. It wasn't. It, it took me like a month to finally download it and, and, and buy it and say, "Oh, oh, actually, this is really good." So, what, what I think we need isn't just some tiles that say a Brookhaven, the Brookhaven experience experiment, fifteen dollars. What we need is when when you go to the PSVR 2 section, again, VR games already are hard to find right now. So they need to make a PSVR 1 section and a PSVR 2 section nice and easy to get to. PSVR 2, you, you need to get there and there needs to be videos playing of these things. I don't, you, you can't just 
expect everybody to click on these things, read the description, look through the screenshots, then decide to play the trailer. No, you need to walk into a PlayStation VR 2 section of the PlayStation Store, and there's videos playing. Be like, check this out. Look how cool like, this is. literally walk into it. <laughs> um, Even better, that's right? That's the thing. A is, virtual yeah, store I'm, on I'm, PSVR 2. You know, if we're talking about PSVR 2 here... I'm really hoping that at the very least it is a VR interface where I can poke this or move this around or, you know, do, you know, slack something. Um, I really hope it's not just the PS5 flat cinema screen thing again. I don't really want that. Um, that is, that would not be good, especially when you can make something as simple as a menu look awesome. Stuff like PlayStation VR Worlds, uh, when you that menu selection screen, like, holy shit. Um, some games have, like, really breathtaking just main menus. And it's like, you should absolutely take advantage of stuff like that. Um, so that's just, like, the basic thing I would hope for. But but in terms of, like, like the, uh, the different features and stuff as well for the PlayStation Store... Um, the thing that probably bugs me the most is there's two different things. Number one is that when you purchase a game and there's like a sale or something, or just once you purchase a game, you can't see the price anymore. And that drives me nuts because I have every game purchased practically on the store and I'll want to recommend somebody buy a game and I can't because I can't see how much it is. Um, so I actually have to like go from a computer and then log, make sure I'm not logged in and then use the store to see how much it is. Actually, I just use psprices.com, um, because that's way better than, I mean, it's sad that a, a third party, um, website that just does it for fun or whatever, probably some gets money out of it too, but, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's sad that a third party website is more organized, uh, than, than the official thing, yeah. you know, it may not look as fancy, but it's functions 10 times better. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I'll tell you, looking over at the steam store, which I know I, I understand the steam store is a hot mess too, for its own reasons, but I do think that they, Sony should be looking at these alternatives, looking at the, what the competition is doing and, and, and saying, is this, is this right for us? And I think it would be fantastic if, if they were able to allow uh, a rating system, with uh with written reviews from rating system gone yeah yep the vr section's gone too it's just weird it's it's actually on the, <laughs> strangely it's on the pc store but not i don't think it's on the playstation 5 store maybe it is on the ps4 store the fact that they're all running different stores is mind-boggling but right there needs to be a, the rating system needs to come back they need to allow for written reviews and they have to be from people who are verified like the, the store is linked to your account don't let me re like leave a review uh, without making sure I've purchased the game. That that'll take care of re review bombing, right? People who just want to fucking shit on a game to shit on a game. Uh, so, <sighs> yeah, I do like the Steam way of that. It shows you how long they've been playing it. Yes, um, at least because then you could be like, oh, this person played it five minutes. They're full of shit, or whatever, you know. Um, but yeah, PS4 still has the rating system. I don't know why they ever got rid of that. Um, it's really strange. Yep. And I, and I know this is sort of on topic, but sort of off topic. My final suggestion uh, for making the PlayStation store better, I, I would, they just need to add an early access section, right? Someplace where the QA, uh, and the certification process isn't quite as strict, 
where where they say, hey, you know, it, it runs, and yes, there's a frame rate hitch here and there. Have have a warning in the description that says, you know, the part of the early access means that this might make you motion sick. That this isn't completely optimized yet. That they're still working on it, not the final product. You know, and in that way, because early access is one of the many reasons why we don't get games over on PlayStation and, until way after uh, other places do, like Steam. So that's a little bit different, but I also think that that would that would be a really a, a way to make the PlayStation Store much more attractive. Say, hey, I'm feeling dangerous today. <laughs> you know, do I am I going for a AAA polished game today, or am I going for something that's still in the works and might not be tested? Uh, that that could you know be the next big thing, and I want to be the person to discover it. I think that would be great. I, every play, visit to the PlayStation Store would feel a little bit more adventurous, and I think that's what the store is missing right now. Yeah, uh, it's also missing, like you said. I mean, sadly, there isn't. Uh, speaking pertaining to VR, there it seems like oftentimes there isn't somebody there um, that's kind of like organizing anything on the VR side. It really seems like the VR. There's a huge gap between Sony and the developer when it comes to VR. Um, yes, they provide a lot of the stuff. They give you the list of things you need to do and everything. Um, there's certain processes you have to go through, but but there's nobody there. I think the best improvement they could do uh, to make to the store is to have like a featured section and then like you know maybe like an other stuff section. I mean, organize it like a Netflix or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Netflix has a great layout or, you know, even the dreams curation that I do with my playlist, like there's a newly featured, there's action, adventure, horror, you know, racing thing. Like it's, it's pretty simple. And theirs is just, yeah. I mean, I think the weirdest thing with them is the stuff like you go to like the store and then there's the P you're looking for the VR section or something. And it's like sometimes there, and then you like go back and then it says like PS4 and it's gone. And then it's like, oh, I have to go to PS4. Then put, it doesn't like remember what you do. There's a lot of little things that are just rough. And yeah, you you expect more from a multi-billion-dollar company for sure. You sure do. And so, and I don't have a lot of faith at this point. I, I do feel like you know they they they're like, look at this. We integrated the the PlayStation Store into the PlayStation Five home screen itself. And I was like, great. And I was like, oh, but it's still got a shitload of problems. <laughs> So. <laughs> yeah, I do think overall it's it's improved, and I do think okay. over time it will continue to improve. They've actually done a lot of uh, polishing up of the, like the regular UI. I mean, there was at launch two years ago the PS5 UI was garbage, <laughs> like it was so bad, and it still has some issues, but it's a lot better than what it was. So, um, you know, and PS3, PS4 were kind of the same way. Like they had their kind of issues early on and well, PS4 was almost perfect, but, but PS3, especially, I mean, that improved uh, by the end of its life cycle and that was still trash. Um, but, but yeah, I think over time it, it might get a little, uh, improved for sure. I hope so. I hope so. And I just, and I really hope that all these problems we mentioned don't get in the way of people discovering games that they, would like to discover that again, people don't yep. even know what they want sometimes until it's there in front of them. And right now, I mean, case in point, mm-hmm. I would have never played Farpoint if not for everything that you're saying that, that it needs right now. I found Farpoint. I had no idea what it was. And I went to the store. Uh, I, I had the headphones on and the VR headset on, and I played the trailer for Farpoint from the store. And I was like, absolutely blown away i was like this looks like the future 
And like right then and there, I went and bought an aim controller <laughs> and Farpoint. Um, and it ended up being like one of my favorite games on VR, period. Um, yeah, so you're absolutely right. Just that little thing, just the fact that it had that trailer um, made all the difference. And with that, do you know what time it is, AJ? It's 20 question time. It is indeed time for some PSVR 20 questions. That means this week, or I'm sorry, today, this week, today, I have a PSVR game in my head. Uh, I, I don't know if we've chosen it before or not. I can never tell. I should, I should probably look up Looper's list. Um, but that means AJ and you guys in the chat, please help AJ out. This game is way harder than you think it is when you're sitting up here. Uh, you have 20 yes or no questions and only six minutes to figure out what game it is. Are you ready? Yes. All right. I'm gonna, I, I really hope I remember everything about this game properly. On your market set, go. <laughs> uh, is it cartoony? No. Um, does it use move controllers? Yes. Okay. Also, Sadukara, we got you after 20 questions, I promise. <laughs> I can't not forget cartoony. It. <laughs> move controllers. All right, move controllers, not cartoony. Um, are there aliens, robots, zombies, or pirates in this? Um... Yeah, yeah. I think if I said no, it would get really confusing. I'm not sure what the exact term they use, but yes, one of those is accurate. Robots, pirates, zombies. Okay, maybe aliens or robots. Um, is there full locomotion? There is full locomotion. Full loco. Uh. Is it a, um, let's see, one, two, three, four, uh, do, 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 do. is it a shooter? Uh, yeah, you do a lot of shooting in this game. That's five. Okay. Is there melee combat? Oh, no, that's a really good question. Uh, I, I would bet that there is AJ, but, uh, I didn't. I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't remember it at all. Um, lots of guns, mostly guns. I'm going to go with Ben Dawson here. Space. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's very much spacey sci-fi. Uh, I'm not going to count the, the melee question because I can't remember. Okay. Yeah. So it's a space shooter, but it does have full locomotion. So it's not space pirate trainer. I like it, Donnie. Is this a top 25 game? No. Not top twenty five. I, I was thinking it wasn't gonna be. So it's never been on the top twenty five? No. No. And I don't okay. I, I would say never even in consideration. Okay. Um <clears throat> let's see here. Ooh, I like it, Awesome Tatum. Has this developer made other games? N- other games? Other PSVR games. No. <clears throat> oh, wait. I don't think... Oh. Um, is this game on sale right now? Yes. It is on sale. <clears throat> um... Is this game kind of like a shitty Doom ripoff? 
This game is kind of like a shitty Goom ripoff. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> um. <clears throat> kind of like a shitty Doom rip. Is it made by the developers of uh, Zero Caliber? It is made by the developers of Zero Caliber. Damn, awesome Tatum, you nailed this I shit. This so fast. Is it Atex Cybernetic? It there it is. It is Atex Cybernetic? Uh, yes, man. This game was so promising. This game was I know, so man. promising. <laughs> it was so close to being good, man. Like you these... were the chosen one. Uh. <laughs> Man, like we don't get a lot of first person for whatever reason, we don't get a lot of first person shooters on PSVR. Uh, dude, I thought the setting in this was good. It starts off, it feels like a little bit dead space, it feels a little Doom Three, and 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 then like, dude, within the first hour and a half, it's just it just falls off a cliff. I was so disappointed by this. It could have been so good, and for the lack of any other better uh, first person shooters, I was glad that we had it, and I was glad that we played it. But man. This game had so many issues. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. Really rough. Remember, port. remember when you killed guys, they would just like, disintegrate instead of like fall? No, they didn't even disintegrate. They just disappear. Is that what, is that what happened? Yeah. yeah. They, they they showcased this amazing physics and look at this interaction. You hit them and, and like, yeah, all that shit was gone in VR and on PlayStation VR. Like, I mean, it was like. You you'd kill them and they just disappear. They just go boop and just disappear instantly. Oh, God. It was crap. So it was a horrible port. It really, really was. Hey, before we get too far away from these tips, let's talk uh, about the tips we got here. Uh, SHL do not feed the game cat, which I like. I, I love that name. That's a great <laughs> name. With the two euro says, I had my nose broken today. Ooh, better breathing and VR. It sounds like he had his nose broken on purpose. Uh, uh, for better breathing. So no, well, unless someone just randomly punched him in the face and he goes, "Oh, thank you, I can breathe better now." My TV inception. I feel you, man. I had a broken toe. Everybody drink. It's like the same thing. Toes, nose. Yeah, we got Sadukar the seventh. Even rhyme seventh legion with the two quid says, "Do you do a meetup in rec room? I would join if so. We have done rec room meetups. We've done a official game cat meetup in rec room before." Um, we did that all weekends, uh, at one point that was really fun. Um, miles, uh, made a official game cat hangout. Uh, and so when he did that, we all jumped in and, uh, and hung out in rec room. So there's definitely been a lot of times where we've done official rec room meetups. Uh, and, um, and I'm totally down to do that again soon. Uh, and then he tipped again, Sadukar with another two quid says a super chat just to ask if you could answer that last one. <laughs> so sorry. It took us so long to get around to it, but thank you so much for your generosity. We really, really appreciate it. <sighs> All right, man. We're again, running way over time, but, but thank you everybody for hanging out. Uh, sh- quick shout out to, uh, to not just AJ here. Uh, make sure you subscribe to him on his channel. Link is in the description below. Join us over on discord. Click that link in the description below. Consider, helping us out uh, on patreon.com slash without pro games, keeping the lights on, helping the channel grow and continue running. Uh, thank you to Jay Meow, who gets this up on podcast services of your choice. Sci-fi game cat, Henry, who takes care of all the timestamps within a few hours of this thing going live. Really, really appreciate you. Uh, thank you to everybody who hung out. Thank you to everybody who helped AJ in the chat. Tatum. I think it was Tatum. Really? You guys were all awesome, but I think Tatum, it was him. Um, and, uh, and, of course, thank you to everybody who donated. I really, really appreciate mm-hmm. you guys. And, of course, 
Thank you to everybody who sat back, watched the show, and didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there, too, and we love you just as much. AJ, can I cue the cat? Cue the cat, right? because I want to say have a great week and see you West Day, uh, Wednesday, West Day. To Mark Smith, love you too, dude. Jamie Slark, Jamie Slark, guys, on fist bump to you, Stingray X. Take care of yourself as well, Mal, Mal, mad love to you too. GB, the talk positive squid cat, been playing Hella Taxi in VR on Dreams, a lot of fun. Find your best control scheme. That's right. I don't know if you changed the control scheme, but no, I loved it as I think. Oh, I think I changed mine to like type A or something. You type C. Um, yeah, you definitely got to change it. Huh. Snacks and please the let's go to Tokyo game cat. Let's do it. So smash like, smash like Tarzan, smash like Tarzan, smash like the Fenner PSVR says let's rock. I want to rock. You have a great night as well, my friend. Good to see you, man. I gotta talk to you about that Muse show uh, soon. Gabriel like Oh, he's not the licensed meow game cat anymore. Just regular. He must have retired. Awesome Tatum. Awesome man. Thank you so much for the help there. Nihilus Roy, the game feline, my metal brother, says big, big love to y'all. Fleetwood style. Listen to the wind blow. Wow. wow. <laughs> Donatello twofer. Yeah. You get a twofer. Donatello side. Hey, you keep referencing classic rock. I'll keep singing. Uh, Donatello Scientist Game Cats says stay metal cats. Monday now sucks. Just a little <laughs> bit less. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Thank you so much, guys. I love you too. Have a wonderful night. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted after that 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 cat yeah. cute. Man, you cute the cat with like way too much gusto. That shit was at an eleven. We're gonna need next time we're gonna need you at like a nine maximum. Let's cap that shit. It only goes to eleven, baby. <laughs> Good night, everybody. We love you all. Meow.